This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Previously on Modular, Bradley and Tarbin ventured towards Leylon Point, where they learned Sawagan were wreaking havoc on the town. Once there, they began to thwart the religious fanatics and their attempt at raising their shark god to destroy the land. So I went to the doctor last week and they said they couldn't remove it. No. You went to the doctor? Yeah. You went to the mountains? Well, I... You looked to the children? I... I, You drank from the fountains? They told me... they, They promised me and they were like... They were like, this guy can do it for you if anyone can do it. And... I mean... Raven, it's kind of hard to, like, remove a frontal lobe so you can't feel cringe anymore, but (laughs) I'm certain there's someone out there who's willing to. Are you telling me it never would have happened, Thorne? I don't know if it would have. I mean, I'm not a doctor, so don't take my, you know, take what I say with a grain of salt, but I think you need that. Being the only doctor on this podcast, I will put out there... (laughs) That uh, I feel I feel like it could probably it could probably happen because you know doctorate. Uh, yeah, gotta so, um, gotta flaunt that jurist doctorate, huh? Yep, yep. Worked hard for that shit. The non-medical doctorate. <laughs> it's like, is there a doctor on this plane? Yeah, right here. He needs CPR. Oh no, 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 no. I'll help him get a claim, but otherwise. <laughs> we can sue the shit out we of this plane, just... but. This is like PhD, PhD students. Um, is there a doctor on this plane? Yeah, right here. Oh, I was just going to read Judith Butler <laughs> out loud to this man. So, 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 Luke, when you walked into class first day to get your uh, law degree, to get your Juris Doctorate. What was the first thing that your professor said to you? Well, that would be an improper setup, Thorin, because I would be the one saying hello. Welcome. My name is Thorin George. My name is Luke Job. My name is Raven Walker. And this is Modular. The podcast where we take you through the modules written by Wizard of the Coast for the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. That's right, Luke. These are the pre-written stories made up by the folks who made up D&D. We didn't write them, but we're here to run them for you. 
Then why would we do that? I don't know why I thought that was Thorn. <laughs> well, Luke, maybe you're a DM who's thinking about running a particular campaign and you want to get a feel for how it plays out. Maybe you're a player who's already been in this particular campaign and you want to reminisce on the good old days. Maybe you didn't know that when Luke was 12 years old, he had this experimental surgery to replace his mind with that of a turtle's. And boy, oh boy, what a time that was. I was, I was having so much fun with Turtle Luke. Uh, he did get in a bit of trouble. Uh, he tried to bite a couple of people. Um, and he always would retreat into his shirt uh, whenever he would try to get into a fight, but that, of course, didn't protect him. Um, and then, of course, the Luke that, or the turtle that had Luke's brain, um, well, he couldn't speak. So we don't know what kind of horrors that Luke was experiencing within that turtle body. Um, but he's back now. I don't remember when the surgery was reversed, uh, but it was. Uh, sometime when we were like 13 to 15, um, he just stopped, you know, being turtle man and instead was back to being Luke. Don't put me back in the shell. Okay. <laughs> but you should be warned. Each of our episodes will take on a part of these pre-written adventures. That means there are major spoilers for the key plot points of each story we're running. And right now, we're running Sleeping Dragon's Wake. So if you don't want spoilers, you should leave now. And there's another warning we should offer them. That's right, Raven. Modular is not a podcast for children. It contains explicit language, as well as adult themes like sex, alcohol, drug use, violence, and the fact that when I was 13, I went into karate classes and I got really into ninjutsu. And the doctor that switched my brain with the turtle's brain also adds some mutagens into my brain, which did make me a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. So please be aware of those not-so-kid-friendly themes. Now, without further ado, and probably no more turtles, welcome to Modular. In our session 10 of Sleeping Dragon's Wake. It's a modular pod, it's a modular pod. I have a question to sync us up. Okay. Okay. It may come as a surprise, but picture this. You're about to play a Gen 9 Pokemon game. Oh Thorin, which starter are you going to pick? Coco. Nice. Raven, which starter are you mm. going to pick? What starter am I going to pick? A little Tito. Sprigatito? Sprig is it Sprigatito? Yeah, Sprigatito. Yeah. Nice. He's a grassy I also pick grassy looking cat. I pick Foycoco as well. You don't like you don't like Quaxley? I like Quaxley. I don't like Quaxley's evolutions. You don't like Quackwaval? I don't like Quack Crackball. No. You're, that's pretty homophobic of you, Luke. Yeah, didn't Damn, we make this joke? He's shown his fucking homophobia with these Pokemon, dog. I know, dude. I'm. It's. I'm. I. I like to think I'm not a hypermasculine piece of shit, and then I'm looking at Pokemon, and I'm like, well, I can't pick the gay one. He's like. He's like. I don't. I don't want none of that glitter or that sparkles here. Exactly. No. Here's Man the thing. Up. I'm fine with having a. This is. This is. This is how you know. I'm only slightly homophobic. It's because. <laughs> 
I'm fine with having a gay Pokemon. He just can't be my number one. <laughs> I want I want my straight I want my straight maybe possibly by curious number one Pokemon to have a gay best friend. Oh, so you're that's fair. Speaking well, of ba- gay best friends and gay best friends and also being homophobic, playing Baldur's Gate right now. Gail wants to fuck my guy so bad, I and I friend zoned him. him. I've I don't know why everyone hates Gail because I like Gail. But I have friend zoned him so hard and he doesn't get it. I don't like him because he just annoys me. Okay. I mean, he is very egotistical. He just annoys me. I'm like, fuck you. You're not. So who do you like? What, 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 uh, what companions do you like? Um, I typically will have Shadowheart. Carlac at this point is like there with me. And then I enter. I switch off between Will and Asterion. Okay. Nice. Can nice. I can I tell you which one that I like, even though I haven't played the game yet? Yeah, <laughs> sure. I like I like Carlac. Oh yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, because you like a big, you like a big devil mommy. You, you want would, her to burn your PP. Oh, one thousand percent. Um, yeah, but you I want her to burn your PP. What's your party, Luke? Who do you usually carry, uh, keep around? Um, this playthrough, I'm doing pretty exclusively Shadowheart. Carlac and Gale, because I'm doing mm. a good playthrough. But I also know that you can lose companions in Act Two. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. I managed to not lose Lazel, even though I don't give a shit about Lazel in this playthrough. Um, but I'm fully expecting that one of those people could potentially be stripped from me. And if that happens, then <laughs> I'll. I mean. Halson, Jahira, and Minsk are all good aligned characters. Hopefully I can scoop up any one of them. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's where we're at. Dope. Uh, And that's where we end the episode. So, So, where we're actually at is this cave. Tarbin, Bradley, did you two mark a short rest? Yes. Yes, I did. So did. the two of we you bandage yourselves up. You loot these corpses. And nothing really crazy. Bradley, you did get a new sword. Otherwise, hmm, not much to be found. Uh, we each get to have an extra 1d8 hit points because of the Song of Rest. I forgot about that. And um, you, So that's just going to put me up to full health regardless of what I and roll. And Torben also has Song of Rest. Yeah. I'm rolling it. So I'm, I'm at full health. Nice. How are your spell slots looking? Um, I have all of my second level. I have one third level. And... I have all of my first level. Yeah, nice. I'm. I'm in about this. I'm out. I'm, I'm in about a similar position. I've one. So you're looking level, fine. You're fine. One fourth and all first. Hell yeah. The two of you see the only other exit to this room that wouldn't lead you back out to the, you know, outside land, is to the southwest, and that's where the other reinforcements came from. That's where charred shark people are lying from Bradley's fireball and that looks like your only your only avenue. You want to go that way? 
Tarbin, I think we really only have one way to go. Or we could try to crawl back up the hill, but I don't think that would stop these shark people, these Sauhuin. I ain't gonna run on you now, bro. Alright. Um, well, let's try and be as stealthy as we can in this echoing cave. Is it echoey? Yeah, it is. Okay. Both of you go ahead and roll me stealth checks. So I'd like to roll stealth, please. Do I get advantage? Stealth? You do. Stealth. I it's time to be a little bit, wink, stealthy. I ran a 29. I mean, I rolled a 29. I ran a train of 29 are you, people. Are you joking? I rolled a 10. Right? Okay, one moment. That like averages out to 39 divided by 2, it's 19. Uh, yes, exactly. So, you two seem to be fine. You don't hear any anyone coming towards you at all. As you're walking down, you only walk about 20 feet, and you already see a fork in the cave. Off to your right, which is northwest, there is a trail, and then straight south there is another trail or path trail is the wrong word what are you thinking um do we hear anything like can we roll perception like you your passive yeah, perceptions with my... have not uh, picked up anything might so so could could we roll okay. to see if we get it higher sure no that's not that much that's not much better 13. Can I do an investigation to see if I notice anything? Yeah. About... Okay. That's a 24. Nice. The one thing you notice is that if you continue southwards, you can smell some... This is... I guess you're just actively sniffing. <laughs> you can smell salt water. I think that way leads to the ocean. And I'm assuming the rest of these Selwyn would be into the cave and not out at the ocean. I Tobin, before we venture forward, I want to apologize for how I was acting when I was drinking. The past few, I don't know, months, haven't been the best for me. Um, I've lost some friends, and I've seen some good people die. I don't know what I would consider you, I guess an acquaintance, at this point. But I don't really want you to die either. So if I ask you to run, please, for God's sake, run. Bradley, I just sure hope we don't have to get to that point. I'm not planning to. I hope not either. I refuse to see someone else die in front of me that isn't someone I'm actively trying to kill. So if I have to, I will 
literally get you out of here myself. Okay. Please. Please. Abandon me if you need to. If I ask you to, please run. I don't know if I can take it. <laughs> Not right now. I need some more time to get over Scylla. Tarbin puts his hand on Bradley's shoulder and nods his head. And then kind of looks off. He, he looks, he definitely looks emotional. He, he's, he's touched by, by Bradley's request. Um, but yeah, he'll do it. Thank you. Yeah, Bradley, you see in Torben's eyes, there is definitely that hesitation. He knows that one reason you're hurting is because he already ran. So he's he has to come to terms with the fact that he's dealing with his own guilt, but he also knows that he can't put you through more shit. And so in this moment, when he's agreeing to this, you know that he's choo choosing your wants over his own. Oh, yeah, no, this is absolutely... This is absolutely, I, personally, Bradley, he would be sad if Tarbin died, but not really. Uh, he doesn't know the guy. Um, he's doing this, he's saying this more for his own sake than anyone else's. Yeah. Okay. Um, the two of you continue oh, southwards? I thought we were heading northwest. And... Oh, you're going northwest. We're going away yeah, from whichever leads to the sea. Yeah. Yeah, whatever area smelled like salt water is where we oh, were not. We're heading going. the other one. We're heading the. You're other heading way. to the other one. Okay, got you, got yeah. you. You walk a good forty feet, and then see that this begins to climb to a slope similarly to the one you came down to get into the cave in the first place. Like just as steep. Just as steep. It looks like it would lead out of the cave. Okay, so maybe I was wrong. Um, maybe they just really smell let's, like uh, salt Let's double water. back. Double back head towards the... You know, now that I think about it, it makes sense that the shark people who breathe water would be in the direction of water. So... <laughs> um, my mistake, my bad. Let's uh, head on, head on back. You head back, you turn to your right, which is now heading south, you walk another good 50 feet, and then you come to another fork. There is a path no off to your left, which would be east, and there's a path straight ahead of you, which would be south. You can both make me investigation checks. Investigation, you say? That's a four. I rolled a 13. 13 and a 4? Yes. Bradley, with a 13, you see that there are fresh feet prints leading towards where you just came from, uh, from the path to your left. You would imagine that the reinforcements that just attacked you earlier came from the path to the left. Okay, Tarbin, it looks like 
that the people who we just fought came from this direction. Do you think that would mean there are more people that way, or do you think they're probably ahead of us? Like, do you think this room potentially could be cleared out? I'm not 100% certain how Sawin, um do their, do their workers. Well, my first thought was what you said. If they came out of one room, then, man, wouldn't they... I was thinking maybe the other room is where they are now. The rest of them, that is. I mean, that would make sense. And especially, if, if, if someone was this close, then they would have heard the commotion, right? So we should head that way and just investigate, see what it yeah. is. You're, you're a smart man. Let's go. So you're going... Um, can I v- v- double down on my stealth? Uh, yeah, y'all can stealth again. You're going to the left or to the uh, to the east or the south? To the east. All right. To the Go east. ahead and make me stealth stealth checks. I got a twenty four. I got a. What is wrong with me? I got a thirteen. Yeah, you're fine. The cool. two of you. Okay. Cool. Walk another sixty feet or so and come into a room that looks completely empty. There are some makeshift weapons on a little weapon rack. There's a little bit of spilled blood on the ground. And both of you can make me a history check. Also in front of you, you see that there's a cliff, uh, kind of just a raised portion of this room, about 10 feet high that you could continue to check out if you'd like, but you're going to need to climb up there. Um, that I got a 10 on the I history. I got an 11. Yeah, this this looks like a, it was probably a training room for fighting. So what would we need, what would we need to okay. roll to climb up on that ledge? Well, probably athletics. Depends on what you how you want to climb. So if one of you is going to boost the other <laughs> and then you could do two athletics, which would be a someone boosts and then the other person could pull the first person up. You could also uh try and jump on your own which would just be a harder athletics but then each of you isn't worried about helping the other or you could and that's about it or you could yeah i have an idea i have some rope in my bag wait let me double check to make sure i'm not lying (laughs) you never know could be lying about rope i actually don't have any rope do you have any rope (laughs) hold on i have rope in my bag jk you have rope in your bag. Okay. Well, wait, cool. wait, 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 I have wait. Some rope in wait my bag. I don't know if I have. I was, I was imitating you. I don't, I don't think he has rope. Okay. Cool. So neither of us have rope. That's great. Um, we could get naked and tie our clothes together. I don't feel comfortable <laughs> doing that around you yet. I'm just gonna gonna let you know. Actually, I'm <laughs> just gonna let you. Know. I just being honest. How tall is this? You said ten feet. I'm gonna drink this potion of growth. Okay. How long does that last? And I'm gonna roll my d4 hours that I'm transformed. Perfect. Uh, that's gonna be three hours that I am now of large size. 
Yeah, so Bradley, um, so you... So I should be able to just see over this ledge, right? Bradley, you drink this potion. How tall is Bradley? Six uh, foot? I, I want to say I made myself six foot because this is a very... Yeah, six foot even. Yeah. Uh, Bradley chugs down this potion. Tarbin, you watch him grow to 12 feet tall. And he is able to walk over. You can see above this, there is a precariously placed boulder and i know your passive perception is higher than 16 you can tell there's some treasure buried under there and with the enlarged spell enacted for the next three hours you are strong enough you can just pick tarbin up and place him up there or you could just hoist yourself up but i would still need a low athletics from you um i'm just gonna pick up tarbin and place him up there wow okay What's your weight? Who's you? Tarbin? Who, me? No, 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 Bradley. Sorry. Oh, my weight? Yeah. Um, I'm 145 pounds, which now that I think about it is very small for six foot. That's so yeah, you're a skinny um, boy. But I, but I also have, I mean, I, I should update that. I've definitely got uh, put on some weight, but I also have the gauntlets of ogre strength. Well, so what I was going to say is, because you probably have um, 100 pounds worth of gear on you, all of that grows with you, so you now weigh over 800 pounds right now. Oh, hell yeah. You... Yeah, it says I have 140 pounds of gear on me. Yeah. You you were carrying <laughs> your own weight all the time. Uh, so you deal an extra 1d4 when you hit someone with your mace, just so you know. So, Darbin, you scramble up here. And you see there's a rather large boulder you could move for this treasure. Go ahead and make me an athletics check. Sixteen. What'd you say, fifteen? Sixteen. Okay, perfect. You roll this away, no problem. And underneath it, you see that there is... 426 gold in here. Oh shit. As well as 13 as well as 1300 silver. And there is a shiny black pearl. Yo. I don't care about the rest. Let me get that black pearl though. I just know some uh, stone girly in Faerun is losing her mind over losing this pearl. <laughs> <laughs> Some crystal bitch is out there losing it. Can I have the black pearl? Do you care? Tarpin? No, yeah. I was I was gonna ask how how do you want this to go? Tarpin's not here for he's just here for a good um, time. I'm just giving it all to Bradley. The black pearl is worth five hundred gold, so if you just want to take the rest Okay. All right. Yep. You can add that black that's pearl, like, Bradley. That's like what five hundred fifty-six gold equivalent. Uh, something around there, yeah. Yeah. So we're pretty much making out with the same thing. That is all you find in here. But now, Torben, now that you're up there, you see that there is a path along here. That leads to the south, or you could go back down the southern path that you were originally on. Oh, 
Okay. Um, Make me a quick survival check, actually, Tarvin. Okay. Seventeen. You have a sense that those two tunnels would lead to the same place. Okay. Um, Bradley, uh, there, there's another way to get, I think, to the same place up here. Are you wanting to... Which way do you think would be best to proceed? I think we should go this way. Because anywhere else they would be expecting us, right? Probably so. That's like maybe this is a secret passage. Yeah. It, it it reads as. Yeah, let's go this way. Uh, what do I need to roll to get up here? In athletics. 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 Yeah. You're essentially it's like pushing yourself out of a pool, but there's no water to help you with the, you know buoyancy. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> you grab at this and then just kind of slip. And you take some damage as you fall flat on your back. You take three points of damage as you crack your skull on the ground. Fuck! You you want Tarbin to try and give you a hand up? Yeah. No, I can do this. Tarbin, you're just gonna watch him struggle. No, I got I got an eleven. Eleven. That's that's good enough. You you climb up, you kind of make quick eye contact with Tarvin. Tarvin, you look away really quickly. This is kind of awkward. You just watch him eat shit, and it's like, come on, dude. You are successfully up. You're having to crouch as the cave is lower up here. You're you're just a tall boy now, but the two of you do see a clear path leading to the south. Hell yeah! Let's proceed. All right, I need y'all to make me one more set of stealth checks. I still have advantage because of my boots, right? You do. Hmm. Can I just... 17? Here's a question. Can I just carry Tarbin and and just use my stealth? I mean, I got a 17. Um, yeah. But he got a 17. Yeah? Okay. Uh, I got a 26. Okay. You two managed to remain completely undetected. You skirt around, and you see that the the cavern you would have walked into before is now lower to you than it would have been had you walked in on the ground. You see that this cavern is filled with, no way. with green light. There is a clam, a giant clam that you were walking up towards from behind it, and is shedding light down into this room. And it is coming, the light is coming from the clam's mouth, but it seems to be slowly fading. And you see that there are, there's a Another looking uh, shark lady looking priestess lady down here, as well as another big boy in the kind of clam plate mail. You also see there is a pool of water kind of right below the cliff. So the clam is like a big green flashlight shining light down. The pool looks green because of this effect, and you see that the two 
folks down here have not noticed you. You can get a surprise round on them if you would like. Okay, Tobin. What would you like to do in this situation? Um, I guess getting the surprise on them is worth it, right? Whisper a little louder, I can't hear you. Can, can you hear me now? No, you might need to use your normal talking voice. Can you hear I me now? I can't hear you at all, Raven. <laughs> you can't hear me, fuck. <laughs> can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> we just look down and see, like, the priestess lady and the guy in the like, looking up to see us both whispering like that. Um, no, they haven't noticed you. Um, I, I think we should get the surprise on them, right? Yeah, oh, for sure, but like, in what way? We don't know how deep that pool is, what if they've got like sharks or something? I I'm thinking it's not a good idea to, to get in the water. And we also don't know if they can see in the dark or not. I would imagine they could because they're like sea creatures, but I don't know. It's, it's not really dark. It's not dark. It's it's glowing green. Okay, well it's glowing but green. Are, yeah, but y'all are hidden because, you know, if you're standing in a dark room and someone shines a flashlight right at you, it's hard to see the person because you're looking at the light. Well, so my thought is, what if I close the clam? Oh, you, right? you could close the clam. And then make the room dark, but I don't know if they have dark vision or not. And I don't know if Tarbin has dark I vision don't. or not. I know I do. Tarbin's just a human. Okay, Tarbin. I have an idea. What, what is that? What if I pick you up and throw you at this priestess and you attack her while you're being thrown? Fastball special. And then I pick up this... Huh? Fastball special. Yeah, the fastball special, I call it. And then what if I take this clam and throw it at the big guy? How big is this clam? It is... It's about five foot wide, and it, as it's open, it's it's about five foot tall as well. So I could easily pick it up and throw it. Yeah, especially with enlarge on. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's mostly what I was uh, I was wondering. What do you say to that plan? I mean, hey, I, I think it's worth a shot. I don't. I just don't. I don't really have anything that would like. Maybe I could use Shatter and hit them both. But I don't really know. Alright, at I this mean... point, y'all have talked for a while. I do need another set of stealth checks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Do I still roll with advantage because this is sound-based? Um, no, your boots aren't going to help you here. So that'll be a 16 for Tarvin. Ooh, I rolled a natural no! one. <laughs> Yikes! Oh man, and it would—you would have beaten it too. Even if you had just hit a two, you would have beaten it because they didn't roll well. But a natural one, Tarbin, you're whispering, and you realize that Bradley just doesn't realize how big he is and how big his voice is, <laughs> and you hear just coming from the bottom. Bradley, is tongues still on you? Tongues lasts for eight hours. I don't know if it's eight hours. Um, it lasts for one hour. 
Mm, you took a short rest, so you no longer have yeah, tons so of them. Yeah, so it would be gone. So you just hear both of them. And the other's like. And uh, it's time to roll initiative. You're not going to have a surprise round. <laughs> we dicked around too much. We did. Oh, that's a five. All right, I got a 15. A five on 15 initiative. and a five? Mm-hmm. Yes. All righty. Top of the order, it is Bradley Copper. Cool. Um, I want to pick up this clam and throw it at the big guy. All right. Go ahead and roll me a ranged attack. Just add your dex bonus and your, your um, efficiency bonus. Dex bonus and proficiency, so plus six. Oh, so I can just roll like I'm hitting with my crossbow. I got a 20. That hits. Go ahead and roll me, we'll say, 2d12 and 2d6. Okay. That is going to be 20 points of damage. All right. You throw this clam at this guy, it clocks him in the head, it falls to the ground, the light breaks, it is now dark. Uh, Tarbin, oh, no. you cannot I, see. I, I cannot see. Um, as a bonus action... Hmm... I don't know what I'm gonna do as a bonus action. I'm, I guess I'm just gonna just gonna. I want to I want to move down there now. Okay. I want to move down there, and get in within range of both mm. of them. Phys- like, how far are they from us? They are. Well, there's no Pythagoras. I always have to remember that. So ten feet. Is they're twenty feet from you. Okay, then I'm going to move to them. I'm going to jump off the cliff and move to them. Okay, so if you're jumping, th- there's a small portion on the on your left-hand side that you could, like, wiggle your way down, but then you would need to use 30 feet of movement to get to them. It would it would cost you, essentially, 40 feet of movement if you want to do that and, and do it safely, or you're going to jump over the pool, and I need an athletics check, but because you're big, I'll give you advantage. Okay. You doing that one? Yeah. All right, go for it. I got a 17 for both. <laughs> yeah, you leap off of this, do a sick roll. You are right next to the big guy. Okay, Um. then for my bonus action, I'm going to use my hand axe. Okay, go for it. That is 24. All right, that hits. Uh, six points of damage. All right, you cleave into this guy. He just got clocked in the head with a clam, clam clocked, and now he's been axe swiped. <laughs> and he doesn't look happy with you, but he is glad that you jumped down here because it is now his turn. All right, he's making one attack, which is a miss, a second attack, and a third attack. Uh, 21 to hit. 21 hits. My AC didn't go up or anything, did it? Uh-uh. 
Bradley, 21 hits. you take 12 points of damage as he, well, you're big, so he slices you in the belly. Okay. But that's all he can do to you. Okay. Tarbin, it is your turn. It's 2v2 hmm. right now. Um. So, and so, you can't see. But Tarbin can't see. But I can't yeah. see. So, like, what does this mean for me? Do you have a torch? Hmm. <laughs> no. Or the light cantrip? Or dancing lights? I don't. See, I wasn't I wasn't expecting for all the lights to go out. So uh, all of the lights. Where's the clam at? The clam is on the ground. The clam broke. And so it's just it, every it's it all broke. It's, there's, yeah. there's no there's no bringing back the light. Hmm. Well, you have neither of those cantrips nor a torch. No. No. Perfect. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out like what what I'm gonna do. What you gonna do with those stupid blind eyes? Squint, squint, um, squint. So can I hear them? Can I can I hear? Oh yeah, you can make an attack with disadvantage on somebody if you want. I'll try to. See, because I was, like, thinking with something like Vicious Mockery, what would I even... I can't do that at all. Could I do that at all? No. They... Right? Well, here's what, here's what I'll say. To not completely kneecap you in this fight, I will give them advantage on their wisdom save. Okay. You want to do that? Yeah, let's try to... Uh, I'm going to try and... I'm gonna look at the priest, the 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 priest lady. Um, try to look at her and yeah, her general vicinity. Yeah, her general vicinity, and I'm gonna say, "Got a light, you winch." All right. <laughs> Advantage on the wisdom save. She rolls a seven. Ah, so we still we still got it. So that's five damage. And all right, um, all right. how 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 far away? She's twenty feet if you jump, but if you jump, you're gonna take damage. Yeah, yeah, that's you're the not, whole thing. Not a big boy, or you can crawl down and around, and it'll take you forty feet to get there. I will. I will start making my way there. All right, so crawling is gonna use double your speed because it's difficult terrain. So you crawl down the 10 feet and you can move another you're still 20 feet from her but you're on the ground yeah i'm not gonna rush that that's fine i i don't want to okay. fall cool all right it is her turn she is going to cast spiritual weapon and a glowing golden trident which does light up the room you can now see Thanks. appears next to you Fuck. and she while she's gonna let that attack you she's gonna rush over and attack Bradley her big fucking shark mouth is coming to bite you Bradley 
big fucking and her spirit i'm gonna say get your ugly ass teeth away from me and i'm gonna cutting words her okay um and she's gonna take away five from whatever she rolls she misses with a 12 she then rolls to claw you she misses with a 13 but her spiritual weapon is attacking our friend tarbin and that's a natural one it it hits the sand, and Torben, you feel inspired that this thing can't touch you. You can add an inspiration to your character sheet because <laughs> you're a sidekick. Hell yeah. And you're not going to be in this much longer, and I don't know how else to reward you for a, a nat one. But there you go. Hell yeah. So she whiffed all three of her attacks on her turn, and Bradley, it is your turn. I'm going to pull out Wave Cutter now. Shing! The sword that I just earned from killing that other big guy. And I'm going to say, you know this thing, big boy? And I'm going to try and cut him with it. Hell yeah. All right, and remember, if you hit... That is a 26 to hit. Nice. Add an extra d4. So 2d8 plus a d4 plus 4. That's going to be uh, 12 points of damage. <laughs> okay, that's still some damage. Yeah, you... you... You cut his shark chin. That's that's your action. You got a bonus action? Would it be an action to try and like pick him up? Uh, if you want to try and pick him up, you would be using an action, yeah. Okay, then I'm going to try and hit him with my hand axe again. Okay. That is only a 13. I didn't add a d4 when I hit him with my hand axe before. You should have. You can roll a d4 can I add that now. now. Yeah. Okay. That's going to be four. All right. That's good. That's good shit. That's as good as it could get. Wait, what'd you say? I said, what a nice DM. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what a nice DM. I do my best. It's now bad boy's turn, and he is going to keep swinging at you, Bradley. Um, We've got a miss. We've got a hit. We've got a miss. Just like last time. And you take another... You take 11 points of damage. He slices into your arm inside, right where the veins hit, right where you draw blood from, and blood spews. Uh, What's your HP at? It's at 47 out of 73. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. It is now... Tarbin, it's your turn. Gnarly... Is it possible um, for me to, now that I got a light, to throw a thunder wave at both of our of the folks here? Yes, a, absolutely. Angle. Okay, so that's what I want to do. How far is Tarbin from them? Twenty feet. So he can move up five feet and do that. Thunder wave's not going to hit. He can move. Yeah, if you want to move. Yeah, I was going to move. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, you're okay. So the priestess fails her save. Okay. And uh, the big boy rolls a 17, which I think is a success. It is a success, but he'll still take half damage. He just doesn't get pushed. So I'm going to use right. my last second level spell slot. Roll them that's bones, pretty- daddy-o. So that's 14 damage. 
Alright, 14 halved is 7. I'm capable of doing that math. Nice. You do push her, and she looks pissed to be pushed. And you deal 7 to the other guy, and he isn't pushed, and he doesn't look pissed. Oh, that's alright. Okay, and then, um... Hmm. I will... I will call it that. I will wait... Well, let me see. Let me see bonus actions. Make sure I'll re And I will do... A, another mantle of inspiration and grant temp eight temporary HP to Bradley and myself. Nice. All right, eight temp. That'll go. Uh, Hell yeah. That'll help out. That'll that'll do a thing. Cool. All right, that's your turn. Indeed. All right. This this lady over here, her spiritual weapon's coming at you from behind now. Mm. and it misses it misses again and she rushes over and she instead of trying to bite you instead of trying to claw you she's going to try and push you and I have to remember how a shove attack works in 5e using the attack action oh, oh where did it go where did you come from where did you go Using the attack action, you can make a special melee attack to shove a creature to push it away from you. If you're able to make multiple attacks, this attack replaces one of them. Okay, so she could try this twice. Alright, make I'm me... I'm going to say, don't you dare fucking push him! <laughs> um, and she's going to take six from her roll. Okay. That is a 14 is knocked down to an 8. Nice. Tarvin, you can make me an athletics or you can make me an acrobatics. Let's do acrobatics. Um, that'll be 13. Does she have to hit? Did you hear me? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she tries to push you and you're just slapping her away. And she's going to try and do it again. She's going to try and push you. And she is just saying, Nado, Nado, Nado. <laughs> And push. Do they make like slapping right. like wet sounds while they're like Slapping around? wet sounds. Yep. Make me another acrobatics check. You're trying to okay. beat a 13. That was a nat 20. Nice. You go ahead and roll me uh, unarmed uh, strike damage, or you don't roll it. What's your strength bonus? Um, uh, plus one. Yeah, you poke her in the eye and deal one point of damage to her. Okay. And she oh, nice. just looks mad. She's she's very clearly trying to push you into the pool. Oh, we don't want that. We don't want that, Bradley. It's your turn. How far is she from me? She is 15, 10 feet from you. Would my reach be up to 10 feet now since I'm large? Mm. Or is it still only 5 feet? No, I think large creatures still only have 5 foot rate reach. It's, it's, you gotta go beyond that. Okay, then I want to move to at least 5 feet from her. I will take the opportunity attack. Okay. That attack is an 18 to hit 18 hits and you take 
The damage. You take the damage. The damage is 17. Jesus. Okay, I'm going to try and uh, shove her into the pool. Okay. But she can swim. But what if whatever she's trying to get... What if there's something in the pool Mm. that's going to eat anything regardless? Go ahead and make me an athletics check with advantage. So I don't have to do an attack roll? I don't... I don't think so. I think you're... Instead of making an attack roll, you make... Yeah, instead of making an attack roll. Okay. So athletics with advantage, you say? Yes, with advantage. Okay, so she has to beat a 22. Okay. She doesn't. You push her into this pool so here's the thing DM's listening at home it doesn't say what would happen if one of the bad guys is pushed into this pool so we're going to use we're going to say that these little hungry baby sharks in this pool are just as hungry for their own kind and they deal her as she you see you shove her into this pool and baby sharks just begin to rip into her and kill her and just i mean I, i'm pretty sure sharks don't discriminate exactly it was just a feeding frenzy blood in the water and yeah um and then as a bonus action i'm gonna say bradley you can do this bradley you can and I'm going to healing word myself. All right. Uh, second level. Nice. So I gain eight points of health. Nice. What are you at now? Uh, 46. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Well, it's bad guy's turn. Bad guy's going to rush over. He's going to take an attack of opportunity from you, Bradley. He's going for your little friend because he's smaller. Attack of opportunity. I'm going to use wave cutter. God damn it. It was almost a 26, but it's a 10. Okay. That is a miss. Torben, does a 14, a 16, and a 20 hit you? I know a 20 hits you. All three do, actually. Okay. (laughs) Torben, you take 17 points of damage Uh plus 13 points of damage plus 11 points of damage. Can you add those? Can you? So 17. 17 plus 13 is 30. 13. So 41 points. 41 total. Yeah. All right. What's your HP at? 23. 23. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, so that dude starts carving into you, and it is now your turn to retaliate against him. You see that these, these sharks in the water would do something if they could. Uh, um, I want to, I'm thinking, he can't understand me, shit, I'm reading this one spell. What spell? Um, bestow curse. All right. 
you gonna try that out? Um. It's up to you, King Tarbin. They're your spells. You get to do with them what you want. That's true. Can I talk to Raven? Would this be considered metagaming if I talk to Raven about this decision? Um, no. I mean, probably a little bit, but if we were at a real table, IRL, all drinking beer, eating pretzels, you two would be talking about what you would do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think bestow curses is no, a good idea. No, I don't I'm either. Honest dog. Um, I'm gonna... <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll try to hit him with my rapier. Okay. Go That's for a it. nat 20. That's a nat 20. That is a nat 20 that is gonna hit. Hit him, um, stab him, poke him, hurt him. So that's 12 damage. Wow, um, kind of a weak nat oh, yeah. 20. Um, uh, now, I... Is there any way for me to move that will not invoke an attack of opportunity immediately? No. Because he did use one on Bradley, but then he's had a turn since then. Well, I want to move away from this man. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Attack of opportunity coming in. Um, I haven't used my... I haven't used a third, so I'm going to say... You're not going to hit my friend. And I'm going to... Uh, that's going to only take two away from the roll. That's, 15 is knocked down to a 13. That that literally it misses, <laughs> and it would have hit. Yeah, yeah it would have hit. You got hit with a fifteen last time, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he swings and he hears that. He doesn't know what the fuck you're saying, but he does in fact miss. Well, can I say that that was my bonus action, and then as my main action, can I cast a healing word on myself? Healing word is a bonus action, or not healing word? Cure wounds. I mean. Um, yes, but if you added your dex mod to the damage of that nat 20, then you need to let him heal for that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, or we can pretend it's Baldur's Gate wait 3. Wait a second, we're, not we're only supposed to take the the pure dice roll? For bonus action, yeah. Oh, whoops, I've not been doing that. We, you did it before, because we've talked about it before. Okay, well, I have not been doing that the past couple of times that I've done this. Okay. Well, um, I'll... We could, we could say, if you don't retcon that, we could say it's like Baldur's Gate 3. Two of you have a shared inventory, and you can drink one of Bradley's uh, healing potions. Is that okay, Bradley? I guess. <laughs> What was it? Uh, it's 4d4 uh, plus 3. 4d4 plus 4? 4d4 plus 4. 4d4 plus 4. Plus 4, right? Plus 4. Plus <gasps> 4. So that's 14. I got. I rolled 3 4s. 18. Alright, that's, that's perfect. Okay. Okay, wait. Also, spiritual weapon. Spiritual weapon's gone because she so died. It's dark. It's dark. Yeah, it's dark in here now. So th there's that too. I need to remember that. Yeah, exactly. 
Okay, that's your turn. And it is now Bradley Copper's turn. Um, I want to try and shove him into the water. Okay, go for it. Is it athletics with advantage again? Yep. Uh, 15 is the highest. He rolled a natural 20. You try this, and he just completely twists your arm, pulls you back, and you are not shoving him in the water. Okay. That's his, that's your action, though. You still have a bonus action. Yeah. Bonus action, can I use my wave cutter? Um, you would be switching hands. You've already no, no. You need to use your axe. Okay. It misses anyway, so. Perfect. Well, now you're closer to him than Tarbin is, and you're trying to push him in the pool, so he's coming for you. And he's he's angry about it. He doesn't look happy. A sixteen to hit. Sixteen is my AC. Uh, then a 15 is a miss, and a 20 is a hit. So here comes the boom. You take... I'm going to say, you can't hit me as hard as you think you can, and I'm going to take away... This is my last bardic inspiration. I'm taking away 10 points of damage from one of his attacks. 10? Yeah. Wow, nice roll. Uh, 26 is knocked down to a 16. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool. Nice. Okay. You are still very much on your feet. He is still very much on his feet. And Tarbin, it is your turn. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Um, so I... I don't... So is Bradley... I want to. I want to use Thunder Wave. Is Bradley in in the way? You cannot hit. Well, it's a. Uh, the only way you're going to be able to, because of where the pool is and the way the two of them are, you can do that without hitting Bradley. But pushing him would make him smack into Bradley, and then we could figure out what happens with that from there. If that's what you want to do. I don't. I don't want to smack. Is him. there a way? So I. Do you say I'm in between him and the pool? No, the two of you are are next to the pool on either side. Is there a way that Tarbin could, even if I do get pushed ten feet away, is there a way that Tarbin could, uh, move himself so that he does push him into the pool? That's what I'm trying to do. He can push this dude into the pool and you into the pool. I don't want to do that. Or he can push neither of you into the pool and push this dude into you. And I don't want to do that either. I mean, it sounds like you're going to have to. Well, you don't have to use Thunder Wave. That's very true. Yeah. Um, let's, uh... As an action... Um, I'm gonna tell this dude that his mom's 
fugly and a hoe, and I'll need to make a wisdom save. All right, his mom is fugly. She's also a hoe. He rolls a 19 on the die. Oh, shit. Plus zero is a 19. So he saves. He takes no damage. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Um, and then Bonus as, action? Yeah, as a bonus action, let me um, go up to him. I don't know how far away I am from him. Like 10 feet. Yeah, I'll go up 10 feet and try to hit him with my rapier. Stab, stab. Mm, that's not a great roll. That's a 12. 12 is a miss. Bradley? Um. Yeah. Are you going to move back? Yeah, let's move back. All right, attack of opportunity coming your way. And that roll is a natural one. He throws <laughs> his sword into the pool. Don't know Whoop. how that happened, but I'm happy it did. Whoopsies. And now it's your turn, Bradley. First, I'm going to say... I'm going to hold the, the cutting wave in front of my face, and I'm going to say... Rage Cage and Jables give me the strength of a thousand bards, of a thousand gods, and I'm going to cast Thunderous Smite on my sword. Okay. And then, as my action, I'm going to try and hit him. All right, go for it. That's a 27 to hit. Nice. That hits. So that's 2d8 plus a d4. That is 16 points of damage, and he's also going to take 2d6 thunder damage, and I need him to you make a strength saving throw. You could kill him with that thunder damage. He takes 8 points of damage. How do you kill this guy, Bradley? So I'm going to say, Rage Cage and Jables give me the strength <laughs> of a thousand bods of a thousand gods, and I take the sword and I stab it into his stomach and pick him up and the thunder blows him to bits and rains uh, chum everywhere. Wow. The sharks start like biting up at the the chum sprinkling onto the water. Yep, exactly. (laughs) The two of you have cleared the clam cavern. You see there's only one cavern left in this dungeon, in this cave. Heading out into it, uh, you see there was no treasure in the Clam Cavern. You see, uh, and and you can mark your short rest, both of you, if you would like. Okay, just one. Yep, get that. I mean, you can use as many die as you need. Hell yeah. I'm up to 59 hit points. All right. And Mr. Tarbin? I'm up at full health now. Okay. You see in this room that there are the severed heads of six humans on spears. They line the southern wall of this cave. These are very clearly the fishermen who tried to stop this, this group. The bodies of these humans are thrown towards the back of the cave, covering a patch floor. 
You also see off to one side some writing on a, on a parchment of paper that's just kind of been thrown thrown to the side with what looks to be what was someone's meal, some Sawagin's meal. That's it? Yep. Is there nothing else in here? There's nothing else in there. There's a piece of parchment. There's the bodies. Um, can I look at the parchment? Mm-hmm. Yes. Very quickly, you see that this is not written in a hand you read, likely Sawagin language. Okay, I'm going to pocket that. Um, One thing you do notice, Bradley, looking at it. The sign at the bottom, there's a name signed. Feralized Stormsworn and three lightning bolts are by her name. Are you fucking kidding me? I get very angry seeing her name, but I'm going to pocket the note anyway. I don't think there's much else here. I think we should head back. Tell the others that we've cleared out this cave. I agree. I think that's a... And the Sauerian should not mess with them anymore. The two of you make it back into Leyland Point. You spread the news. You can see what's left of this town. While they're not thrilled, they are relieved. Roughly 30 residents come out of their homes that were barricaded. People are thanking you both for your heroics. They make you a kind of a small, unimpressive meal and let you stay the night. And uh, a few people are, are noting... That, that's Bradley Copper. Yeah, yeah, I heard about him. He's the one that fought that white dragon. Wait, which white dragon? I've heard he's fought two now. And uh, someone else is talking about how you, you took on the Thunderbore, and other people are talking about how you took on uh, the undead attacking the town, or attacking the Wayside Inn, and the Talos cultists who attacked Leilon. The Your list of heroics goes on and on and on. And... While you couldn't save everyone here, there are 30 people here now, Bradley, that are still around because of you and Tarvin. Good. In the morning, they thank you again. You head off back towards Leylon. And as you reach the outskirts of town, you kind of realize Tarvin only really traveled with you to make it up to you. And now that debt is no longer owed. He helped you with a mission. He helped you stop these Sawagin from terrorizing Leylon Point. You kind of have a realization he might not want to stay here. It's up to him, but you don't know. Tobin, I don't expect you to stay here, but I'm glad I got to work with you, and I'm going to hold out my hand to shake. Bradley, it's... It's been a real pleasure. And he gives you, like, a, you know, a firm... Gladiator. Yes, yes, a firm... (laughs) You don't grab by the hands, you grab by the forearm. Yes, yes, the forearm. If I ever need another bard in town, I'll be sure to write you. Will you be staying? 
Um, you know, maybe I will set up shop for a little bit. This would make a nice story to tell. I think up at the Wayside Inn, there's a lot of travelers coming by. You might make some good coin. That's not a bad idea. And not to mention, the owner's not a sore sight to look at. She's quite easy on the eyes. Tarbin, you do know that's where you were playing when you were abducted by Talos Cultus, but <laughs> it could be a good place to return to now that Bradley Copper's on the scene and working on stopping them. Yeah, he's, he's cleared um, it out. Marticia could be a good pull for you. Uh, she is rather attractive, and you, you know, you're not too bad to look at yourself. No. Could be could be an interesting uh, interesting development, but you also have seen how she looks at Bradley. So it's really the ball's in your court. Man, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Tarbin would go back to Leylon for a little bit, probably. Okay. As the two of you are walking into town, just kind of chatting about what's next, you see that Marigold is walking over to the job board and tacking two jobs into the board. Bradley, you quickly spot one and it reads that a band of brigands calling themselves the Chimera Crew has been attacking merchants on the road, stealing supplies that the town needs Ray, to rebuild. Did he freeze for you too? Yeah, he did. Okay. <laughs> Can you hear me? Hey, buddy, you froze. No, you froze for us. You went. You oh, went. Sorry. It reads. Oh. And then it was like the most dramatic pause. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, Holly. Here we go. We're gonna try that again. It reads: A band of brigands calling themselves the Chimera Crew has been attacking merchants on the road. Stealing supplies, we need to rebuild Leylon. The merchants claim that the bandits operate out of Inyarv's tower in the Mirror of Dead Men. Kill the bandits or drive them from the area, then return to the town council to co- collect a reward of 1,000 gold. Bradley, that looks like it's something up your alley. The other job oh, it listed... absolutely is. I'm going to take this note and I'm going to, like, hide it from Tarpon. Tarbin, you see a note that kind of interests you. There is a different job posting. It's much shorter, and it reads, Postmaster wanted. Experience not required, but a good heart is. And that's where we're going to end the session. Oh my fucking god.